Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the debut of Season 2 of Phantom Academy, Episode 1. We are back, bigger than ever, a lot of really, really cool content on the way. And we are back, joined by Layla and Jaden, as always. How are y'all doing? I'm good. I'm so excited. I feel like this has been, like, the longest two weeks ever, not recording. And Season 2, already, we already have some great things planned, some stuff that I'm so excited for this coming really, really soon. And, yeah, I'm just excited to be back. We have so much to talk about. Let's go. Yeah, honestly, today's a, today's a big episode. I feel like we missed quite a bit in the last couple of weeks, um, a little summer vacation for us, but I'm glad to be back and I'm glad to, to move forward with a bit of a chip in our step. And with all the big things coming, we have also made a new TikTok page where we post clips, some extra content if you're missing your Phantom Academy stuff. I'm headed to the Ares Tour in a couple days, eight days away. I'll be posting content from there. When we go see movies, content from there, a whole bunch of fun content coming to the Agents of, uh, not Agents Fandom, Fandom Academy TikTok. So make sure you give us a follow. We'll have some videos up there in the next couple of days, and I'm so excited to start it. But something else I was really excited for was Spider-Verse. Jaden, take us away. Yeah, so uh, the weekend that it came out, CJ and I and Emma and Gabrielle, we went to Philadelphia for the Fan Expo. Uh, we actually got a chance to see Spider-Verse all together. Uh, it was it was a ton of fun. I had so much fun watching it. Uh, me personally, I would say that it's better than the first one, but we'll get into that. Um, I, I had a lot of fun watching it. Uh, there was there were so many emotional beats, so many so many fun little Easter eggs that that definitely did not go over my head and didn't go over anybody else's head. Uh, Twitter's been a lot of fun, um, you know, talking about Spider-Verse and, and whatnot. So. Yeah, CJ, what'd you think of the movie? I loved it. I think it was near perfect. I have a couple of issues with it, especially sitting back a couple of weeks farther back that hold it back from being better than Into for me. But I really did have a great time watching it. All the little fun nods and to the past movie and to MCU movies and other Spider-Man movies and shows were really, really cool. About the animation, I think this is one of the best animated movies I've ever seen, if not the best. The way it transitions into different universes have completely different animation styles was really cool thought the one in Gwen's universe with the watercolors was just stunning and some of the best animation I've ever seen. And yeah, I had a really great time with this movie. Layla, what about you? I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I know we'll get into this, but for me, I still prefer Into the Spider-Verse. Like, I feel like story-wise, 
I just prefer that one. But the animation in Across the Spider-Verse, just like CJ said, everything was just, like, top-notch. Like, one of the best anime things I've ever seen. And, like, I'm such a huge, like, appreciator of animation nowadays. Like, I never used to be. I was always like, yeah, live action. But now, like, especially since Into the Spider-Verse, like, leading into Across the Spider-Verse, this was just so amazing to watch and all the different styles. I feel like um, Spider-Punk was one of my favourite like animation styles in the whole film next to Gwen's universe I just had so much fun watching it obviously the soundtrack was incredible that's one of the best parts of the first film and they definitely kind of held that up in the second movie and now I'm just like counting down the days to be on the spider-verse because I need more of all these characters now but yeah I loved it so much shout out to Metro Boomin yeah phenomenal soundtrack (laughs) that man is a goat when it comes to music like that man is crazy yeah, and that, the, the animation and the soundtrack in this movie was actually one of the things that I enjoyed about it the most. I feel like a lot of people who enjoy Into the Spider-Verse over Across the Spider-Verse, it makes sense. Uh, I just think for me with... Because like Into the Spider-Verse introduced these different characters, these different Spider-Man characters, and these different animation styles. And they kind of brought it all into one singular universe so then when they went and expanded upon that and brought us into all these different spaces thousands of different spider-man it was just i think it was just fan service overload for me and and i had to i had to grab onto it and and get everything that i could out of it and i i really enjoyed it a lot Um, i think when it comes to like the debate between into and across for me i think it's hard to like full give a definitive answer right now because obviously the story for across two isn't complete because beyond yeah. will be a part two for across but with into there's just like every time i watch that movie i just sit back in awe because there's like i can't pick on a single thing for that movie like everything is just perfection and with across mm-hmm. there's there is something that kind of bothered me i thought a little bit of the intro with miles was a bit too long like once we got to his universe and he was initially fighting the spot i feel like that could have been cut shorter and maybe given more time to give more background to the spot or especially miguel o'hara because we just got like one or two lines about his backstory we should have gotten way more with him because he's like obviously a crucial part of this film huge in the marketing for the film and will be a huge part of beyond and i just think they kind of didn't really give us enough with him so that's kind of the thing that holds me back from saying it's better than Into, but with Beyond could definitely like make this cohesive story better than Into for me. I definitely think when Beyond comes out, we'll kind of see it as like one story and then it will kind of like, we can view it like as Into the Spider-Verse and then Across and Beyond, like as kind of the one story and then kind of like have more reasons to compare the two. Um, but right now... Yeah, because it's like cut in half. We don't know what's happening next. I feel like there's so much potential for Beyond um, and we'll just have to wait and see. Right. It gives me kind of like an Infinity War Endgame kind of vibe where it's like, did we just lose? And then cuts it. Yeah. Uh, And then, you know, Endgame comes years later. Um, But yeah, so let's go around. Who are your favorite characters? Uh, Layla, we'll start with you. Mine is definitely Miguel. I feel like this is gonna come as mm-hmm. no surprise like to anyone. To, it was yeah. it was always gonna be. As soon as I kind of realized that it was even Oscar in the post credit scene of Into, I was like, "Fuck!" Like I need more of his character <laughs> now. And like, you know, I wh- whoever I like, I like them more in a villain role. So Miguel being kind of like the protagonist of the film. Oh, 
it was so good. And the animation on him, especially his ass, was beautiful. <laughs> I could stare at him for hours, and I'm just so excited to see. I feel like linking on to what CJ said earlier, that we didn't really get much of his backstory, or like it was a really short look at his backstory. I feel like we could potentially get a lot more of that in Beyond and kind of see like why he wants to protect this thing so much. Um, but yeah. Definitely Miguel is my favorite character. What about you, CJ? Uh, for me, it was Issa Rae's Jessica Drew Spider-Woman. She was yeah. so iconic. She, like, every scene she was in, for me, she stole the scene. Her charisma came across, and it was just, I loved her, and I can't wait to see more of her. Her and her bike are so cool. Like, mm -hmm. and she's just such a badass, and I'm obsessed with her. But I also really like Spider-Man India as well. I thought he was really cool. Yeah. His universe was really cool. He was played by the guy who's a taxi driver in Deadpool, which is really cool. <laughs> I forget the actor's name. But, yeah, yeah. But I loved him, and I'd love to see more of his universe, even though his universe looks pretty doomed right now because of the canon yeah. event nonsense. Yeah. So Yikes. pray for that universe. But <laughs> <laughs> he was a really fun addition to the crew, I thought. Yeah, for me, I I mean, it would be between Spider-Punk, which I feel like is a lot of people's favorite, only because he's cool as hell, amazing animation style, mm -hmm. um, and just like the rebellious tendencies of that guy. Love it so much. Um, but I think... What takes the cake for me is Peter B. Parker. I love him as a dad. Yes. I also, I love that, man. I, it's just he is—he is honestly just perfect. I, there's nothing wrong with him. Such an uh, icon. I, love, I know, and I love Mayday. She's such a cute little little spider baby. It's it's amazing. Yeah. I, I love that shit so much. Stan Jake Johnston too. If yeah, ever, yeah. I saw every something time, on Twitter. It was, it was like no, every time he cast, talks, it was like a. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> 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 yeah, i saw something on twitter the other day i was like who would you cast as a um like a mid-aged spider-man to like teach miles and like the sony universe like morbius and all that and i was like cast jake johnson what do you have to lose yeah. like that would be so great and like you just have it be the same character and i would love that so much like he's so great as peter parker he really is and what i was gonna say before is that every time he talks all i can hear is nick miller from new girl <laughs> it's so perfect <laughs> so perfect who Whoever at Sony looked at that man and was like, this man is Spider-Man, deserves yeah. a pay raise Amazing. of like $2 million. Just $2 yeah. million. Dollars. That man is perfect. perfect. Immediately. And just, I rewatched Into after I saw Across for the first time. And just, he's the best character in that film. Like, I love yeah. Miles to death and Gwen as well. But Peter B. Parker is just like, perfect. Like, there's nothing wrong with him. He's just amazing. <laughs> well... If there's nothing else you guys have to say about Spider-Verse, I think we're going to switch gears over to Ted Lasso, where I'm going to shove it over to Layla. She's going to tell you all about yeah. it. Well, what a journey <laughs> we've had with this show. I only started watching it maybe like three months ago, and I think I've been to season one and season two in like less than a week. Like This show has done something to me. I have not been this hooked on something since maybe narcos which was forever ago i love this so much the character development in this show has been some like close to like i don't even know how to tell you how amazing every single character's development was throughout the entire three series like jamie tart i hated that boy when i first started watching that show i was like what a prick like he is an asshole i hate him season three came along and like kind of beyond in season two he's like my second favorite character in this entire show and like you could say that for anyone like 
maybe you didn't like someone at first but then something happens and you're like wow this is like the best character ever i cannot praise this show enough cj what did you think of ted lasso season three and just the rest of the show because we've never talked about it on here before I echo everything you just said. The character writing in this is the best I have ever seen in any TV show ever. And I don't say that lightly. It is yeah. perfect. That every character that you are supposed to care for, you care for them so unbelievably much in a way that no show has ever made me care for characters before. Whether it be Ted, Rebecca, Keeley, Roy Kent, like you said, Jamie Tart, and even Nate. Nate at the end of season two yeah. turned into a douchebag. Like an evil son of a bitch. And by the end of season three, you love that man again. And you do it through like, you go with him on this journey of learning, acceptance, and love, and the power of belief. And it's just incredible. The way this show puts emphasis on mental health and a lot of real world issues. Colin Hughes being there for the representation of the LGBTQ is insane. That is one of the best stories I have ever seen of a coming out. Because it is so accurate. The things he would say, the way his teammates reacted, it was all so real and raw. And it was just amazing. I really hope this is not the end. Because if I don't hear Roy Kent say, fuck, ever again in my life, (laughs) I will be sad forever. Like, there is nothing I will miss more than this show. And I'm bummed Mm -hmm. it ended. But the ending was so perfect. And I just, I don't even have more words to say about this show. It is just amazing and if you haven't watched it Jaden what are you doing wrong take the time (laughs) it show truly makes you want to be a better person like it literally does you'll watch the show and you'll want to make changes in your daily life like it's that reason the only reason I haven't yet is because my Apple TV sucks but it's definitely on my list I promise it needs to be it's genuinely one of my favorite shows of all time and just like the hype surrounding it like the conversations like me and you had cj every single week like we would just send pictures of ourselves crying to each other because this show has just destroyed us in the best ways like it's so every single week and and joyful (laughs) but then something just rips your heart out in like five minutes and you're just like i don't know what emotions to feel anymore um (laughs) but yeah season three was perfect i have no notes but do we think this is the last we've seen of AFC Richmond because for me I feel like there's something there with kind of Roy becoming manager and then like their new like leadership team I guess do we think we could see a spin-off anytime soon exploring like the futures of these characters in their new roles CJ what do you think god I hope so I (laughs) really I think they left a door open for it with especially with the announcement of the AFC Richmond women's team and the announcement of Roy Kent taking over as coach. I think you could just have a show called AFC Richmond and have Nate maybe coach the women's team and have Roy Kent coach the men's team and have them like, I don't know, work together. And that gives a new opportunity to bring in a whole bunch of new female characters to be on the women's team and maybe mm-hmm. fill a little bit of the void that Jason Sudeikis leaving the show will bring and Ted Lasso exit will bring. And obviously yeah. you can still have him cameo and when he does cameo or whatever, show up for like a guest spot. I'll cry. Everyone will cry. Yeah. We'll all cry together. It'll be great. But I really just hope this isn't the end. There is so much money left on the table with all these characters. And obviously, I don't want it to go on for too long because then something becomes, like, bad. But, like, we still don't know what's going on with Roy, Jamie, and Keely. Like, that was kind of left open-ended. I want to see more of what goes into Rebecca's love life because that was left up in the air with the man she met in Amsterdam, I believe. 
like there's still much more story to go on and I really hope we get to see more of it. And one thing about this show in general, I want to talk on before I move on mm-hmm. a lot of shows, a lot of comedy shows, a lot of the jokes are funny, but not all of them hit And this show. 99% of the jokes hit. I will be laughing my 100%. ass off through tears in this show. Like I'll be bawling my eyes out and we'll go to the next scene. And so the funniest shit will happen and I'll be crying yep. laughter now. Like it's so good. And the show hits you in places you didn't know it would hit you. And it's just like, I have no words to say. I really hope this isn't the end. I need my AFC Richmond show. Cause if I never see half of these characters again, my life will feel incomplete. I feel like I just need to like, I don't know, go to therapy about my dead last week. <laughs> it's true though like no show has ever like affected me this much and like made me switch up from my emotions so quickly like like you said crying one minute laughing the next like it's insane and I 100% agree I hope this isn't the end but I also don't want it to go too far like it's a very fine line I feel like but I I need these characters back like I've just become attached to them and now I have nothing else to look forward to with them this is all I have now but yeah it was just it was a perfect show i have no complaints of it at all yeah before we move on layla what's your favorite moment of all three seasons just like your favorite moment i could tell you so easily the one moment that had me actually crying with laughter so hard i had to pause because i couldn't move on was the amsterdam episode when jamie was teaching roy how to ride a bike and he was just like riding and then he just falls like i cannot even tell you i was watching with my mom we were literally in tears laughing i don't know why it was so funny but and just everything to do with their friendship and like jamie just my favorite line though is just poop hair it's just poop hair (laughs) like that that whole thing it's a good jamie tart impression yeah i will say me and my friend will just say that line to each other all day it's the funniest thing <laughs> oh i just i love everything what was your favorite scene or like moment from the three so years? i also agree jamie tart and roy Kent's friendship <laughs> like all of their moments in general are just like iconic i think jamie tart at the end of the day was my favorite character from the show yeah. but um my favorite moment i have two that i think are really good one of them is my favorite emotional moment and that was in season two when we kind of see the beginning of this friendship is when Jamie went to Manchester city and he punched his dad and they got into that big altercation yeah. and he's really upset. And Roy Kent walks over to him and gives him a hug. And that moment destroyed me. It broke me yeah. up to that point. These two were like butting heads, constant rivals. And that moment was kind of the moment that switched. And that was one of my favorite moments from the show. And also my favorite comedic moment is when I think it was Danny Rojas was kicking a free kick and the dog jumped in. got hit by the ball and died it was so unexpected that the way they did it was fucking hilarious (laughs) oh oh, what do you mean (laughs) Jaden you don't understand until you watch the show I am begging you to watch this please it is one of the most in the moment I was like (laughs) I was speechless i was like they did not just fucking do that i was like what the fuck just happened <laughs> but the, towards the end of the show every like every time every free kick from them they would do a little glare over to where the dog would be <laughs> and, and he's wearing the helmet. yeah <laughs> and it's so funny <laughs> and like every person who took a free kick it's just the way that every single person took a free kick after that would look over there and check the dog yeah. was so funny because like traumatized really everyone funny. in that organization that's actually really What's funny. Up? I didn't I didn't know this part, but I was watching the end of season three with my brother for some reason. I just started to skip yeah. all the way to the finale. 
And they kept looking at the dog. I'm like, what is what is the problem? Like, what, what is the problem with this dog? Like, it, like is he just nervous? Like, he's, you know, he's getting shy. But no, now it now it makes sense. Now I get it. Your it was face so when CJ said that is yeah. <laughs> You had me, you had me in the first half, and then you said the dog died. I'm like, oh fuck, <laughs> golly! Is this like some of the most out of pocket moments from the show ever? Yeah. Another great scene was when they were learning total football and they tied strings around all of their dicks and they're all oh, trying to run around. My God. That was also really funny. Nah, this sounds insane. Please, please, Jaden, you have to watch. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna need to. I'm gonna need to get on this. Those two it. moments are just like the tip of the iceberg of out of pocket <laughs> shit that happens in Ted Lasso. Because yeah. there's so many moments like that that are so funny. Oh, that's funny. And just, I want to give a shout out to Isaac too, because Isaac has some of the best yeah. moments in the show as well. Every time he dresses up He's as a judge so or Santa funny. Claus, is so iconic, <laughs> and I love him. Oh. I can't. I need to rewatch this now. This has just made me want to go back and rewatch the whole thing. Um, but moving on from Ted Lasso is a very fun time of the year. It's June. It's Pride Month. Let's talk about it. CJ, I'm going to hand this segment to you. Let's go. I hope you all caught our representation probably put out last week, but we wanted to do this segment to highlight a lot of the importance of Pride Month and a lot of the LGBTQ characters and media, how important it is. It's important to see representation like we were just talking about with Colin, seeing those coming out stories on big screen or even stories of people who are already out and trying to live as a person in the community is so important for everyone to see. So I'll pass it around. Start with you, Layla. Who are some of your favorite LGBTQ characters? Well, this is going to come as zero surprise. I have a few. But one of my, two of my favorites are played by my favorite actor, Pedro Pascal. The first is Oberyn Martell from Game of Thrones. His kind of relationship with a bunch of different characters is one of my favorite things to watch. And the second is Dita Bravo from The Bubble, also played by Pedro. The Bubble is one of the most unserious things I've ever watched in my entire fucking life. Everyone gave it like zero stars. I gave it five. It's the funniest thing I've ever watched. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, please watch it. Dita is just hilarious. Like, he he literally walks up to about five different people and is like, do you want to have sex with me? Like, literally, he goes from one person to the next, to the next, to the next. And it's so funny. Um, but I have, I could go on for hours with my, my favorite, like, queer characters. CJ, who are some of yours? Um, so I have a lot of projects. Heartstopper, um, both of the main characters in that show, played by Kit Harrington and Joe Locke, are just yeah. very cool characters. I love them. They're both super lovable. Um, some more. Colin, obviously, in Ted Lasso, we talked about him, was super important to me. The movie Bros has two great characters, and Luke McFarlane and Billy Eichner's characters, who are really cool. And in watching Shameless right now, which I love Shameless, and it'd be impossible not to plug Mickey Milkovich as yeah. one of my favorite queer characters of all time. I love that man with my whole heart. And I miss you, Mickey. I'm watching season nine right now. Please come back. <laughs> it's dry <laughs> without you. So I know it's coming. Just waiting. Jaden, who are some of your favorites? Well, you definitely took two of my favorites with uh, with Ian and Mickey from Shameless. They those two those two are, are my absolute. I think favorite, they're the best but, um, TV couple of all time, and I um, I genuinely think so. Hundred percent. They're iconic. Um, but there was another one, uh, and it's actually in the MCU. Fastos. Uh, we know that he is. Oh, I love Fastos. And and honestly, I feel like I want to say this was the first time we've seen that in the MCU. My uh, I believe. I outside so. of Joe Russo and Endgame, <laughs> right? 
<laughs> Joe Russo, anyway. fuck, I love you, gay Joe Russo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. outside of Steve and Bucky, because we know what they were doing. Right. We know. Yeah. Everyone oh, yeah. knows. Fine. <laughs> yeah, Faso definitely is one of my faves, too. And there's so many more we didn't name. So definitely during this month, take time to find some queer projects to check out. There's so many good ones. We don't have time to talk about all of them because there is so, so many. And also in comics, too, um, Billy Maximoff in comics and Hulkling are really fun. They're a gay mm-hmm. couple. Definitely check them out. And there's so many queer characters in comics. Also, the Harley Quinn show, Harley Quinn and yes. Poison Ivy on HBO Max, or yes. I guess Max now. Stop. Definitely check that out because they're a great queer couple as well. And a lot of fun comes from them. And there's so many upcoming projects that feature LGBTQ characters. Heartstopper Season 2 is coming out in August. Uh, Red, White, and Royal Blue is a movie about Ooh. the son of the president and a prince of England falling in love. That's coming in August, which will be really good. Harley Quinn season four, as we just mentioned, is coming soon. So definitely keep your eye out for all of this great queer content coming soon. Yeah. And just pay attention to all the importance about Pride Month because and it can never be understated. Homophobia will never be beaten, but we can definitely shove it in their faces and prove to them why they're wrong. So definitely check out all this great stuff because it means a lot to a lot of people. I also want to shout out Across the Spider-Verse. I know there's been a lot of kind of theorizing about Gwen and kind of her being a trans character, but, you know, throughout the film, there's a Protect Trans Kids t-shirt or poster, I can't remember which it was, or Gwen wears like a trans flag badge in one of the scenes. And the movie got banned in some countries, like for showing these things and it just it it goes to show like it will never end but being i don't know be yourself love everyone love anyone love everything i don't know pride is such a great time and yeah everything is great shade never met anybody less gay taylor swift said it best herself i think it all also just comes down to just being educated about the people that you surround yourself with like be educated yeah. about your community, about stepping outside the door and see like just just be, you know, be nice. <laughs> don't be assholes. Just it's be really... just don't be a dick. Just don't be a dick. Don't yeah, be a dick. Seriously. <laughs> we could not be quoting Quantum Mania right now. <laughs> this is too much. We had a really nice, beautiful thing going, and then you had to ruin it by bringing in that shit movie. Well, moving on from Pride, coming in a couple weeks, July 1st, which is the same day I go to the Eras Tour, fun fact, WWE Money in the Bank is coming to the UK with a lot of fun matches, and first WWE pay-per-view in the UK in quite a while, it should be a lot of fun, and I'm just going to give you some brief, quick predictions. First match we got is the Usos. Versus Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa. A bit of a bloodline civil war. This one's pretty unpredictable to me. But I don't see Roman Reigns losing this right now. To be honest with you. So I'm going to say Roman and Solo win that one. We have Cody Rhodes versus Dominic Mysterio. I think this one's going to be a lot of fun. But I don't think it's very up in the air. And who's going to win. Cody Rhodes is going to take this one. We have Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. And Seth Rollins first pay-per-view title defense. Of the World Heavyweight Championship. Should be a really, really good match. If you've seen what they've done at SummerSlam in 2016 and any match they've had since. The WrestleMania 34 triple threat with Miz was also really good. These two have really good chemistry. But I think Seth Rollins will take this one as well. And then we have the two Money in the Bank ladder matches, which are going to be so much fun. The women's is very unpredictable for me. 
You have Becky Lynch, Zoe Stark, Selena Vega, Bailey, Io Sky, and Trish Stratus. Out of these group, I don't think it's going to be Becky, Trish, or Zoe. I think they're on a feud together, so I think they're kind of eliminated from that. So my money is on Bailey, I think. There's been dissension in damage control. So I think Bailey winning this could add to that and be a lot of fun. Maybe even her stealing it from Io Sky a little bit. And then on the men's one, we have Ricochet, LA Knight, Shinsuke Nakamura, Santos Escobar, Butch, Damian Priest, and Logan Paul. And I think that LA Knight will probably win this one. He's over as hell, and this has to be his crowning moment. I think he has star potential in him. And yeah, it should be a fun show. Layla, you don't look excited about Logan Paul being there at all. He just, I keep laughing whenever <laughs> I think about him wrestling. I don't know what it is, but sh- shall I go to these things? They're in the UK. Are they in Liverpool? Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Awesome I thing. think this one's in London, I want to okay. say. Okay. I'll go. And I think at the O2. <laughs> I'll go Get real drunk. Have a great time. <laughs> Maybe you'll meet Logan Paul. <laughs> right. I would be running away. <laughs> <laughs> Well, with that, we can start talking about the biggest thing of the week, and that's Secret Invasion. Jaden, I'll pass it to you for our spoiler chat. Yeah, so full spoilers. We're getting into it. Um, And there are some pretty decent spoilers, I mean, for episode one of this whole thing already. Um, But we'll start off with this. Um, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I was one of the people that were a little more hyped for it than most. Um, I feel like I'm I'm excited to get Nick Fury back. Uh, I'm excited to see a lot of the cool the the past Shield members back and and Ben Mendelsohn. Oh my God, love that guy. Um, but I feel yeah. like there's also just it, it, it was kind of slow for me like to start. It was a very slow beginning. Um, but you know that's that's what most premieres are going to be. Um, definitely ended with a bang. As we all know, but we'll get into that a little bit later. CJ, how, what did you think of this first episode? Um, I liked it. I didn't love it, but I'm spoiling now. Fuck that shit. Why the <laughs> fuck are they going to kill Maria no, no, Hill no, like no, that? No, 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 no. She's not dead. She's not dead. She's not dead. I agree with you. That bitch ain't dead. There is no way she dead. No. That woman is a scroll and a half. No. That is not the real Maria Hill. Where is the real Maria Hill? Tell me now, or I will drive up to you, Marvel Studios. I cannot handle this. <laughs> the way you did her so dirty. You put so her in all dirty. the advertising. You had her running all these panels, all these TikTok lives, promoting the show, just for you to kill her in 48 minutes. Are you for real? Be for real, Marvel Studios. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, but back to it. I did really enjoy like a lot of the conversations <laughs> that were had in this. Okay. <laughs> but um the one thing I didn't really love is how what they're doing with Nick Fury's character. I get wanting to do this, yeah, he seems but the weird. trope of taking all of his like coolness and kind of away just because he's been in space for so long. I don't really love that trope that they're using. I hope we get the old awesome badass Nick Fury back pretty quick. Because I don't know if this one's going to work for me very long. 
But Amelia Clark is phenomenal in this. I really like what they're doing with her character too. I love Ben Mendelsohn. I'm excited to see what's in store. I'm excited to see who else is scrolls. So we already got a pretty big reveal in episode one. So I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Layla, what did you yeah. think? I really liked it. I can see where people are coming from when they say the first episode was a little slow. Um, every first episode is going to be. I'll take it. I was definitely one of the more hyped people of the Secret Invasion. I don't know what it was. I feel like I just sensed that there was going to be some excitement straight off the bat. And I wouldn't call it excitement because you just killed Maria fucking Hill. And I'm not having it. She is alive and well, living with Natasha Romanoff somewhere in the distance. They're living happily ever after. Everything is fine. Um, But yeah, obviously I love Ben Mendelsohn. I'm a huge fan of the Captain Marvel movie and seeing like the scrolls in that. I was really like intrigued when they said they're going to make a story about the scrolls and their new home. Um, and yeah, I really liked it. I love Amelia Clark. I love Olivia Coleman. I need more yes. of her character. She's going to be such an interesting kind of character to follow in this show, I feel like. Um, like we already know that she has a bit of a past of Nick Fury. And like I want to da- delve into their kind of friendship more or like what they have to do with each other more. I'm really intrigued by her character. And yeah, I love Talos. I feel like the reveal of Amelia Clark's character being his daughter was really like a, a cool moment. Um, yeah, I really liked it, but I'm not having the Maria Hill. Um, that's Uh-oh. not her. Nope. She's mm-hmm. not dead. Everything is fine. Um, I have so many theories for the show, and I have so many characters that I want to make cameos in the show, one of them being Daisy Johnson. Obviously, I need my Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. back now. Um, I've seen a lot of um, clips on TikTok, and there's a scene in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and Mac says, sorry, there was something in Moscow that I needed to attend to. Where did that bombing take place? Moscow. Where was he? Maybe he was in Moscow. Maybe we're going to see him. I don't know, but I need them back. And yeah. The first episode definitely has me hooked and interested for the rest of the season, and I feel like it has great potential to be something huge for the MCU. In terms of more people showing up, I also think you almost have to have either Carol Danvers or Tiana Paris show up in the show. Yeah. Because the way they're so tied, and the way Nick Fury is going to be in the Marvels, you almost have to have at least one of them show up. I don't think oh, sure. Kamala Khan makes a lot of sense with the end no. of Miss Marvel, but the way the WandaVision post credit was a squirrel talking to Tiana Paris. I would be shocked if we don't get Monica Rambeau at some point in this show. Definitely. But also I think it would be really cool to see the relationship between Monica Rambeau and Amelia Clark's characters because they were both young and they have both met before at the end of Captain Marvel in that house. So mm-hmm. I wonder if they have stayed in touch or if they don't know what's happening. And this is like a fun reunion because Monica Rambeau is seeming to get a lot of reunions coming up. So I'm excited to see where we go. Yeah, no, I agree. And and one of the things that I that I thought was pretty interesting about the, the first episode here was that we already seem to have met uh, Nick Fury's equivalent as opposed like Nick Fury when he was in his prime, you know, three steps ahead, that kind of stuff. Uh, Gravik seems to be a pretty decent villain so far. I mean, he's only said a few lines, he's on, but his his presence is felt. I feel his presence already, and and, and it's something I... Wait, 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 wait a minute. Set a few lines. That man shot Maria Hill cold dead. Well, okay, but I... 
<laughs> Obviously, I'm saying I'm saying besides besides that part, Fuck that guy. his presence, Fuck his presence, him. his presence was felt him. throughout the episode up until that point when it was all about him at that point. Um, but yeah, no, I, it's it's just and it's weird to see Nick Fury in this weird, upbeat, like weird, like not dark and mysterious and three steps ahead kind of vibe for him. It's it's very weird to see it. Um, and with Nick Fury, there's been a lot of rumors about if he's how long he's been in space because when he talked to uh, Olivia Coleman's character it seemed like he'd been up there for a long time and I think mm -hmm. it seemed to be a lot longer than just Endgame and Infinity War yeah. and yeah he had the flashback to being snapped but that easily could have been Talos I want to say he's probably been gone since at a minimum Civil War if not before that I was thinking Captain America the Winter Soldier after him kind of getting shot and then like that was the first real risk to like his life. Maybe like a bit after that he kind of found a place to go because he felt unsafe in his role. I feel like around between the Winter Soldier and Civil War I think was the time he went up there for sure. And I would completely agree with that too because it makes sense especially with him losing S.H.I.E.L.D. right there. Yeah. Have we established where he was, or if it was a scroll that showed up in Far From Home? It was, yeah. In the post credit scene, it was a scroll, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It was Talos, yeah. And his okay. wife was Maria Hill. Okay. Cool, guy. I missed that then. One more thing before we move on to the game. Yes, go ahead. Agent Ross is a scroll. Yeah, I was oh, like, yeah. I didn't really talk I about this. About that part. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, is this... I don't know. So this is the line they need to establish. Has he always been a scroll, or was because right. they yeah. showed the kidnapping thing where they put people's brains in a fryer and the scrolls take over their body? So like, is Agent Ross we saw in Wakanda Forever in Black Panther a scroll, or was that the real Agent Ross? Surely that was the real. What's going Agent on? Ross. I'm confused. I don't know. I don't know. Right. I, I don't yeah, know. I don't even know. I can. And also, you. if Agent Ross was a scroll this whole time, Wakanda fit to be mad. <laughs> this is like Wakanda I might be in trouble because that man knows a lot yeah. about Wakanda. Yeah, I saw a thing. I can't remember who posted it, but it was like, if you're gonna invade Earth, you want to invade their most powerful nations. So surely the schools are making their way to Wakanda. So maybe that's why Ross was a scroll because they're trying to take over the most powerful places in the world. Maybe that I really need to find who made this video. I cannot remember at all. I'm really sorry, um, but. They said, you know, they wouldn't be surprised if someone in Black Widow was a scroll. They're trying to take over this secret service. They want to take over everything to take over the world. So anyone could be a scroll, and it's really stressing me out. Like, I don't like secrets, and I don't like surprises. I need to know who's a scroll. <laughs> and with Agent Ross being a scroll, I mean, being so tight with Shuri and Okoye and all of them. Yeah. And we saw the... Black Panther post-credit scene in Wakanda Forever, or I don't know if it's post-credit or just the end of the movie, mm. of Okoye and the Midnight Angels freeing him from a truck. Yeah. So if they're freeing him, where are they at? And think they'd be tied together. Right. Mm. Are they going to show up in this show? It's no. possible. At I this really point, they're not going so. to. But... At this point, anything <laughs> I mean, I'd like it. Sure. I would love it. <laughs> <laughs> but he's already dead. But, like, the fact that he's dead, too, also ain't going to make Wakanda happy, either. Wait, he's fully dead? So... He actually yeah, died? Yeah, he got yeah, shot. Yeah. Yeah. Dead, dead. 
fuck. <laughs> it's just a silly, goofy time, and he wasn't actually dead. So if they've already saved him, if Wakanda's already saved him, like, before, it makes you think they're not going to be, like, furious that he's dead yeah. now. Oh, no. So. That's interesting. I feel like. Kind of just like even if we just get like Io, like we did in Falcon and Lord Soldier, I feel like as, oh, with yeah, his I character like being so well. tied to Wakanda, it would make a lot of sense for someone from Wakanda to show up. Right. I don't think mm. we're gonna get like Shuri or no anyone, but like that would be cool. That'd be oh my cool. gosh! I can see it honestly. We have a game to play. <laughs> oh my god, a game! We have a game, oh guys! My god. <laughs> oh my we're god! Okay, game. so now. Now that we've established that anybody, anybody can be a scroll, we've gathered together a list of potential celebrities that could be a scroll, and we're going to tell you right now whether we think they're a scroll or not. We're just batshit crazy, y'all. And very <laughs> top of the list, we have Kanye freaking West. That's scroll. so valid. That man is a scroll if I've ever seen one. He's like a yeah. scroll, but like a stupid be. scroll. He like doesn't know. He's not like trying to infiltrate the world. He's just like being. He infiltrates the cutout. He's just just an unfiltered. (laughs) Just an unfiltered scroll. Yeah, he's taking over the Kardashians, y'all. He's taking over. He infiltrated Taylor Swift. Well, there's all those rumors about like Kanye being in the Illuminati. So maybe the scroll like (laughs) infiltrated the Illuminati. Yeah, (laughs) you never know. I can see it. It's highly possible. Okay, so yeah. Kanye West is a scroll. Overall consensus. Next up, Zendaya. Yeah. No. I don't think so. I feel like I don't think she's a scroll. I feel like she could be, honestly. She could absolutely yeah. be a scroll. That's why we haven't seen her for so long. <laughs> I don't her know. I ever, see her since every day. ever since No Way Home. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's right safe. Now. She's too wholesome to be a scroll. Like yeah. she's perfect. Like, I don't know. Have you seen the new Challengers trailer? Like, the oh, woman's my God, yeah. oh my God, too awesome yes. to be a scroll. Also, no so scrolls good. going on Disney Channel. I'm sorry. No scroll <laughs> would act and shake it up. Chicago. Like, nope. <laughs> this woman's good. She's clear. She's safe. She's safe. Next up, do we think Jason Sudeikis is a scroll? I don't think he is. No. He dated Olivia Wilde. That's the only red flag. Mm, red flag. True. Never mind. Never mind. He's a scroll. That's a fat red flag. He's also Ted Lasso. <laughs> he also ripped my hat. So I don't know. He's too wholesome, honestly. He's way too I wholesome. I say he's too wholesome. Yeah. If he was I a scroll, say, he'd be somewhat, somewhat like Talos. Okay. Yeah, he, he could be a good scroll. A good scroll. Oh, yeah, that's the consensus on Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. Except we have Logan Paul. Scroll. Definitely scroll. scroll. <laughs> Man is scroll. infiltrating every industry there is. He's infiltrating so is- the manufacturing industry, the fucking electronic <laughs> or the electrolyte drink industry with Prime, oh, wrestling, <laughs> acting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Logan He's Paul is And so so is every single member of Logan. And and Team <laughs> Ten. All of them. And, and, yeah, and his brother. <laughs> They're just a and family of scrolls. <laughs> they're all scrolls. They're like the cool kid scrolls from whatever planet they came from, but they're actually not cool. They're just a whole bunch of doofuses that everyone hates. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, this one, this one's a little interesting. What do we think about Vin Diesel? <laughs> scroll. Scroll. <laughs> Easily <don't>... a scroll. 
<laughs> Nobody he, cares he about my give... family that much. I'm sorry. He... Nobody. <laughs> he gives off. He gives off a non-human vibe. And, he's and so. He's so. He's so weird. I don't know. <laughs> 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 like he had a list of listen i love Groot, but he he said many times he got a list of like 20 different mcu characters he could play and he chose Groot. that man that is scroll behavior right there he wanted to blend in and trees are the most blended in thing ever yeah he's a scroll no he's not. that's funny as fuck okay now we have tom holland i don't think scroll so. no I uh, think he is. Uh-huh. Listen, he's trying to infiltrate Zendaya. Scroll. <laughs> Zendaya is our most pride possession, and he's trying to take her. That's from true. Us. Okay, that he's okay. No, I like that. I like that. No wonder she's so off the radar. Okay. Also, we've all seen the umbrella lip sync. That is cool behavior. <laughs> That was so. He shapeshifted into Rihanna for that performance. Literally, we all saw it. We approve. He literally shapeshifted. Like what? That's funny. Oh my now, God. what do we feel about Steve Harvey? <laughs> I say, I say, I say, not a scroll. I say not. A scroll. Actually, no. I don't think he's a scroll. I don't no. think he's a scroll. He's too funny to be a scroll. Like watching his reactions on like Family Feud and shit. Yeah, no, he's too he's too funny to not be a he's he's not a scroll he's good. There's no way he's a scroll. I agree. Oh, next one is Taylor Swift. <laughs> I love her to death, but she is taking over the world a little bit. <laughs> I feel like I she's feel at the like perfect good position. In, good intentioned scroll. I think so too, because like look look at the power she has. Yeah. Over Swifties, if she wants something done. It's done. Yeah. Like and, that. And, and the way she morphs into her different eras, like no one does it that easily, but she does. So she's a scroll. Yeah, makes sense. But good scroll, scroll we all good love, scroll. and the scroll that's the greatest musician of all time, Taylor <laughs> Swift. Get out! Get out! Okay. <laughs> Next up, Abby Lee Miller. Scroll. Scroll. Has to be. Has to be. <laughs> I don't think uh, she's too like I don't know, just too out of pocket to not be a scroll. Like I feel like no human would like act that way, especially if like a whole bunch of little girls. Jojo. <laughs> also, Jojo Siwa is also a scroll yeah, too. Uh-huh. Yes, please send her back to Scrollos. Jojo Siwa's TikToks like are so out of pocket for no reason <laughs> at all. Like, <laughs> Snapchat stories. Yes, she had one where she like, like blew up her stomach and said, "I'm pregnant." Yes. I was like, "What is this?" Yeah, I remember when you no. were selling bows and singing boomerang. Like, what happened? <laughs> I'm gonna come back like a boomerang. That's also uh-huh. the most scroll written song I've ever heard. So <laughs> both of them scrolls. Scroll as fuck. Do you remember Jacob Sartorius? Oh my gosh, oh, scroll as well. Oh my god. <laughs> Hit or miss. That like is just a hit or miss. That was a whole era we all went through. Oh, yeah. You have to. Sixth grade, Jacob Sartorius. He looks the exact same now, still. So, really? yeah, definitely a scroll for him, do you too. Remember, do you remember when he dated Millie Bobby Brown? Oh no. 
That happened? Yeah, that was like a huge thing for like two years. And, oh my uh, God. That's crazy. She's scroll. a scroll too. Yeah. She's a scroll too. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's, also she's a scroll, scroll for that. Okay. <laughs> a scroll. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> Wait, we didn't talk about John Cena. Oh, I thought oh, yeah. we said. Oh, yeah. I said no scroll for John Cena. I think he's no a scroll. scroll. No I don't think so. He's too like I don't know. He's too professional yeah, to be a scroll. Look at, look when he's at, acting and he's a goofball. Look at his face. That just screams scroll to me. <laughs> he he just he just felt like a scroll. He just looked like a scroll. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> so we're mixed on John Cena. <laughs> I'm glad I'm surprised that he's our first one that we're like, hmm, I don't know actually. Okay. Now Oprah Winfrey. Not a, Not a scroll. Not a scroll. Can't no. be. Actually, too wholesome. Scroll oh. because when she interviewed Meghan and Harry, she wanted to infiltrate <laughs> the royal family. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah, she was trying to get all the tea so she could yeah. get in there. Yeah, and she'd be interviewing so many people of power. She'd be interviewing everyone. everyone. People think it's because she's the best interview, but no. Josh Peck actually hit a scroll. her with his car for a scroll. reason. Josh Peck knows. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the whole thing happened. Yeah, we love that though, honestly. Okay, oh let's see. God, Next is one so is stupid. Michelle Obama. <laughs> Not a scroll. No, she's a scroll for what she did she's to my fucking. She's definitely a scroll, bro. High to my fucking school lunch. What did she do for that? She's trying to. She's trying to poison the next generation so she can take power. <laughs> That's what she did to our school lunch. She's like, let's make all the school food healthy and gross. That's what <gasps> Jamie she did. Oliver fucking did that to the UK. So Jamie Oliver is also a scroll. They're in cahoots. They're, they're talking. They're trying to groom us to make us better civilians we'll when they take over our earth. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can only imagine how this one's going to go. Olivia Wilde. Scroll. <laughs> the biggest Literally scroll send that her ever scrolled. <laughs> the biggest. Get out of us. <laughs> she looks like a scroll too. She we need Nick like Fury to take care of her, bro. For yeah, real. For real. Please. Like, she's a threat to society at this point. <laughs> we all saw <laughs> Don't Worry, Darling. We all saw it. We all saw what a mess that was. Uh-uh. We all we saw know. Jason Watch. Sudeikis handing her the voice papers on stage. Like, we all know. <laughs> How evil we all know she what is. happened between her evil. and Harry Styles. <laughs> evil. Scroll. She's a leader of the evil scrolls. Yeah, someone yeah. needs to send her home. Okay. The one after that is <laughs> Harry Styles. Not a big a scroll. fat scroll. fucking scroll. <laughs> nope. nope. You don't think so? No, I don't. Huh? I think I he is. I can't see it. He definitely is. Harry Styles fans are almost as scary as Taylor Swift fans. <laughs> also, I think true. everyone in One Direction is a scroll except Niall. I was gonna I think say Niall's the only non scroll. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Liam Payne definitely is a scroll. Like, yeah. Definitely yeah. a scroll. Hella scroll. Big scroll. And so Olivia oh Wilde is God. the biggest scroll to ever scroll. But then there's Elon Musk. Yeah. And and Liam Payne is her accomplice. 
Elon Musk is like the scroll king. Olivia right. Wilde's like the like she's like the, his top five star general, and he's like the ruler <laughs> of the scrolls. He's he's him. Like, and that man's infiltrating politics, Twitter, industry, <laughs> acting. He's on Saturday Night Live. Scroll. He's the- See, that's how he knows how to get to space because he's been yes, there before. Because exactly. he's a scroll. And then there's James Charles. <laughs> Scroll. If you've ever seen any of his singing videos, you know that man is a scroll. Break me a little like, you know. water now. <laughs> his dancing, uh-uh. his little TikTok dances. No, no. Scroll. His outfits for Coachella. Scroll. <laughs> Does he call them scroll sisters? Hi, sisters. <laughs> scroll sisters. <laughs> okay. This is the peak. This is our. <laughs> Can we play a game like this every week? We have to find <laughs> the stupidest game ever. We honestly have to. And then and then this last one. This last one's my personal favorite. TJ Swartz. Scroll. Scroll. That man scroll. is a scroll. Every single person <laughs> except Garrett in the AOS leadership team is a scroll. Yes, everyone. <laughs> Garrett, scroll, you scroll, don't know scroll. what you're in, brother. Be careful, Garrett. Garrett, get out of there. <laughs> Run. Free him. <laughs> well, if you had fun with well, that game, there's there's plenty of there's plenty of great things planned for the next <laughs> few months. So oh let's. <laughs> if you enjoyed that, stay tuned for more because we have a lot more in store. And make sure you're following us at the Fandom Academy on all of our socials and hit that notification bell so you don't miss out on any content. You can find all the shows on the AOF Podcast Network, including Agents of Fandom, Ticket to Reality, Comic Corner, Listen 3000, and The Critics, and of course us here at Fandom Academy. You can find us anywhere on Apple, Spotify, or everywhere you get your podcast. Um... We also have a lot of really great stuff coming, especially next week. Next week may be our biggest show we have ever done. Yes. We are having a Taylor Swift draft with a whole bunch of loaded, fun guests. It's going to be so much fun. I encourage you to watch in your Ares Tour fits, making friendship bracelets with all the Swifty references. It's going to be a great time. I'm going to come dressed up. I know Layla's going to come dressed up. Hell We're going to yeah. have a great time. And yeah. Layla and Jaden, thanks for joining today. Where can people find you? You can find me anywhere at Falcon's Map. I promise you I'm not a scroll. Um, i just be lurking around in know. places. I seems kind of scrollish. Yeah, well, <laughs> I guess we'll find out. Um, I'm so excited for next week's episode. You know me and CJ, some of the biggest Swifties you'll ever meet, and we're just influencing Jaden to become a Swiftie too. It's going to be so fun. We're joined by so many fun people. And in the coming weeks, we have so much cool stuff planned. And yeah, thank you for joining us again for season two. It's going to be a good one. Yeah. And uh, to piggyback off that, my journey to become a Swifty has been great, by the way. And we love to see it. Um, But you guys can find me on all socials at jaden.cmduran. I've been pretty active on Letterboxd. Letterboxed, actually, I, I've, 
had uh, quite a few movies added onto that, including the Barbie movies. I which saw I you watch Barbie fashion fairy tale last night. Girl, the, movie. the best one. I was going to say that's so far. I've seen like three or four and that's been my favorite one so far. Hands down. That's so um, but yeah, definitely check that out. Like CJ said, uh, check out our uh, Phantom Academy TikTok. Uh, we're going to have some content coming out on there pretty soon. And yeah, stay tuned, guys. Next week's going to be a really good episode. Yes, definitely. And you can find me on socials at CJDAR underscore. If you search CJDAR on TikTok, it'll come up too. Definitely going to be following that Phantom Academy TikTok when I head to the Eras Tour. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'll give you full details of my experience to make you all jealous and have a great time and let y'all live vicariously through me, especially you, Layla, since you don't get to see her for another year. Taylor, what are you doing? I can't deal with her. But She's stressing me out. Everyone, <laughs> everyone, thanks for joining us. It's been a really fun episode. Everyone manifests Layla gets tickets for the Ares tour when she goes on her great war. And see you next week for loads of Swifty content. Peace. Woo-hoo!